Breaking news in the killing of George Floyd. The death of Breonna Taylor, who was killed as officers carried Fatal out Fatal shooting of Ahmaud Arbery. This is perhaps a case of... Imagine this, a dystopian society in which law enforcement dries vehicles and throws tear gas into crowds of peaceful demonstrators fighting for racial equality. This level of suppression seems straight from Orwell's 1984, but is seen in what is considered history's greatest nation. It is the reality of a systemically racist America that for two centuries has weaponized its institutions against the marginalized. We've heard the names in the news, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and Jacob Blake. Our black brothers and sisters, victims of racially motivated police brutality, live in an America with a fundamental mindset problem. Black and brown people simply don't get second chances, while white people don't get punished for their grievances in the first place. Take the case of Kyle Rittenhouse, a white male who in the name of self-defense shot three peaceful protesters and was acquitted in front of an all-white jury. Now, consider the other end of the spectrum. We talked with Disney Channel actor Devin Leos, an individual of Latinx descent who tells his devastating story. In 2018, I ended up getting into a scenario where I went to a 7-Eleven and um, I was there with a friend of mine as we exited the 7-Eleven well, before that, there was a there was a guy looking into my car who was outside and he was partaking in uh, drug use. And I approached him and just told him, hey, man, get away from my car. We basically got into the car and left. But before well, before we left, we had stopped at the uh, right at the exit of the parking lot. And we were looking for directions on our phone. And he was filming the guy outside of the 7-Eleven on his phone. The guy took off running and tried to grab my friend because the window was down out of the car and pull him out of the car and started violently punching him in the face. And I just freaked out. And eventually I ended up barely just hitting the guy with my car. And I got charged with vehicle assault, vehicular assault. In my mind, I was defending myself and my friend. You know, I was scared young kid at the time. The comparison is clear. Leos, a person of color who truly acted in self-defense, was charged and jailed, while Rittenhouse a white domestic terrorist got off scot-free. Corporate media has buried Leos' story and the accounts of thousands just like him. Without any medium to speak out, the life of minorities in America has been defined by partition from their communities. Greedy economic structures have created a loop between private prisons and corporate media, which hides the true horrors of prison through TV shows that glorify jails for audiences, while reality is far worse. The issue of prison glorification for financial gain seizes any chance of shifting public sentiment in opposition to private prisons, as Sony Von Cleveland, a victim of mass incarceration who served 18 years, perfectly exemplifies with the show 60 Days In. The show has done more harm than good, because you are putting people in an environment that they don't really understand the politics of, and they cause a lot of drama. Uh, I remember a couple of different characters from a different couple of different seasons on that show, and they've caused a lot of problems. It's not a game and it's not a, a reality TV series, but they like to try to do that. And then they glorify 
prison uh, or jail by doing these 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 shows. They don't deter anybody from going in because they just glorify things. Despite the attempts to abolish private prisons by politicians such as Representative Ocasio-Cortez and President Biden, the severity of the industry's corporate greed led them to exploit loopholes and continue to damage lives. One of the many horrors corporate America hides about the prison system is solitary confinement. During the course of that, of my time in prison, which was four months approximately, I was in solitary confinement. And so I was in a box by myself, basically in Supermax. And I got to go to a basketball court inside of another metal box, maybe once a week. I got to take two showers a week and I got to make two phone calls a week. And that was if I was lucky. In spite of corporate greed and systemic racism, Laos and Von Cleveland have overcome every barrier American institutions threw their way and took full advantage of their rare second chance to generate societal impact. Laos took a social entrepreneurship route after his incarceration, co-founding various nonprofit organizations and volunteering at established ones. But still, I had a paradigm shift and now the place that I'm at is I just, I care about my, my community, um, starting a nonprofit actually that I'm really passionate about because I've been working with a couple of different nonprofits. One of them is Family Promise Santa Clarita for, to help homeless families out here. I wanted to put my, my passion into another nonprofit, which is what I'm doing now, which is going to be essentially a community safety and community intelligence nonprofit that specializes in keeping the community safe and um, you know, providing uh, uh, safety for the members of that community and providing you know, assistance to that community. Um, and now where I'm at, you know, I'm, I just wanna be an upstanding member of society. Vaughn Cleveland had the same paradigm shift about how he wanted to be remembered for inspiring his community. I can change the world. And so I did, I started studying. And I, he said, find people that, that inspire you. And I found, Denzel Washington and I found the rock and these men inspired me and he said you know do what you can to emulate that and I did and I started to rebuild myself and I started to write essays of the person I wanted to be I wrote my own eulogy and that's what really changed me was I wrote a eulogy of how I wanted to be remembered from from the perspective of other people and I want to be remembered as a person who had to endure so much pain and trauma so that I could help other people to get over it that have been through it. <laughs> it, it. It gave me some pride and some honor. And I'm like, yeah. Both Von Cleveland and Laos, through their various efforts, hope to mitigate the same societal problems that caused their incarceration in the first place. As students of color, we hope for a better and brighter America an America with a new fundamental mindset, the right to a real second chance for every human. As Bernie Sanders once said, the problems we face did not come down from the heavens. They are made. They are made by bad human decisions. And good human decisions can change them. <laughs>